Welcome to Searchlight, a survey through Scripture with Pastor John Corson. It is our desire to bring you a systematic study of the entire Bible, chapter by chapter, book by book. What happens when you turn your back on God? Well, as you know, it's never good. We're going to see this today as we continue our verse-by-verse study of Judges chapter 2. The book of Judges shows the people of Israel going through seven cycles. They are cycles of faithfulness and faithlessness. As we join John today, we are looking at the beginning of a slide into faithlessness. It's not pretty, but it's very important and instructive to us. With the story and application for us, here now is Pastor John. Verse 10, And also all that generation were gathered to their fathers, that whole generation died off. Then there arose another generation after them, which knew not the Lord, nor yet the works which he had done for Israel. And that's this generation at Bacham. Joshua and those that stood with him and ministered alongside of him, they served the Lord. But the next generation, they didn't have that same relationship with the Lord. And consequently, They were the ones that would botch it royally. What happened? Well, they, verse 11, did evil in the sight of the Lord and served Balaam. They forsook the Lord God of their fathers, which brought them out of the land of Egypt. And they followed other gods, the gods of the people that were round about them, and bowed themselves unto them and provoked the Lord to anger. They forsook the Lord and served Baal and Ashtaroth. Baal is the rain god. Baal is the god of the intellect. People in that region depended on rain. Weather was a mystery to them. Rain was essential for them. And the god Baal was their explanation of all things that they couldn't understand or comprehend mentally. So Baal was the rain god. Remember later on, Elijah the prophet is going to challenge the prophets of who? To send forth fire. And then ultimately, because there was a drought, Rain will come pouring down once they acknowledge the true and living God, you see, and put away Baal. But be that as it may, Baal, those that were intellectual, those that wanted to find answers for and give explanations about things that were beyond the understanding of normal man were the prophets of Baal. They were the intellectual elite, you see. Ashtaroth, on the other hand, is the multi-breasted goddess who's called Ishtar in Babylonian religion. Easter comes from Ishtar, fertility. That's why there's bunnies and eggs. All has to do with fertility. Venus, uh, the, the Roman name for that same Ishtar or Ashtaroth, same goddess. She's the goddess, the symbol of sexuality and immorality. So here are the two gods that they chose after. 
The people of Israel, they left the true and living God and went after intellectualism and sensuality. The same two gods that people today are pursuing radically. Turning their back on the Lord. Looking to intellectualism, so-called. Or giving themselves to sensuality. That's what they did in their day, too. And the anger of the Lord, verse 14, was hot against Israel. He delivered them into the hands of their spoilers that spoiled them. He sold them into the hands of their enemies round about so that they could no longer stand before their enemies. Whithersoever, verse 15, they went out, the hand of the Lord was against them for evil. As the Lord had said, and as the Lord had sworn unto them, they were greatly distressed. Are you distressed tonight? It might be. It could be. It's always a possibility that the God who loves you and loves me will not allow us to continue on in our pursuing of other gods. And he loves you too much and he cares about me too passionately. And so I'm distressed on every side. It's a righteous anger. It's a holy indignation. When I get impressed with this God, the Dalai Lama, you know, here in Portland a while ago. All the fuss and all the, 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 the press and all the attention. This Dalai Lama comes over and, wow, he must have interesting insights because, after all, he's the Dalai Lama, you know. I, I don't understand all the fuss and fanfare and, and interest in these guys that wear saffron robes and ohm all day. It impresses some. It's crazy how our culture, Larry King and others, will elevate and exalt guys that really have nothing to say but peace, you know. Well, how? Well, it's a mystery. The third eye of enlightenment will reveal only if you meditate on your navel and chant all day. You say, John, you're, you're, you're mocking that. Yes, I am. You're right. It's foolishness. It's empty. It's bizarre. It's banal. And we think, well, how do these guys go after Baal and Ashtaroth? Well, how do we go after Hello, Dolly? And, and why do we get caught up in, in empty Eastern mysticism? God says, I, I, I can't allow that. And because you're going there, you are going to be distressed on every side, greatly so, Nevertheless, I love that. Even so, even though that's true, nevertheless, verse 16, the Lord raised up judges, that is deliverers, which delivered them out of the hand of those that spoiled them. And yet they would not hearken to their judges, but went a-whoring after other gods and bowed themselves unto them. They turned quickly out of the way which their fathers walked in, obeying the commandments of the Lord, but they would not do so. You know, God, in loving concern, resisted them and allowed stuff to come their way that was devastating in their day. And yet he still raised up deliverers to set them free, but when they were set free, they went right back to a-whoring after other gods. Oh, Lord, help me. Help this not to be my story. The story that you write here and tell here is the story of too many. 
And it can be my story so easily. Lord, have mercy. Help me to learn. And, and, and they would be set free. Things would be okay. And they'd go right back to their old gods, a whoring after other gods. And when, verse 18, the Lord raised them up judges, then the Lord was with the judge and delivered them out of the hand of their enemies all the days of that judge. For it repented the Lord because of their groanings by reason of them that oppressed them and vexed them. God heard the groanings of the people. They were heart sick because of the repercussions. And God heard their groanings and had compassion. Even though he knew what they would do, go whoring again when they had the first opportunity to do so. But our Father is a God of incredible love and great grace and real mercy. And sometimes people will say to you and me, well, God knows and he's going to forgive me. True. Because he's that kind of compassionate God. But read Judges and watch and see what's going to happen to you. Yes, he cares. Yes, he's merciful. Yes, he hears the groanings of people and responds compassionately. And yet, and yet, the repercussions that come their way. It came to pass, verse 19, when the judge was dead, they returned and corrupted themselves even more than their fathers. And they ceased not from their own doings, nor from their stubborn way. And the anger, verse 20, of the Lord was hot against Israel. And he said, Because that this people hath transgressed my covenant, which I commanded their fathers, and have not hearkened to my voice, I also will not henceforth drive out any from before them of the nations which Joshua left when he died. That's it. I've repented, the Lord said. I've changed directions over and over again, but you continue on. Therefore, from henceforth, there's always going to be enemies in your land. And right now, there still are. Do you understand that? If you don't believe God's word, just read the newspaper today. Because you don't turn to me with all your heart. You cry out when the repercussions and the hard times come your way. But there's not really a godly sorrow that brings about repentance. Hey, There's going to be problems in your land from here on out. And there are to this day. If you want problems in your marriage, if you want problems in your family, if you want problems in your heart, here's what you do. Do your own thing. Be stubborn. Say, I don't have to worry about that. That's legalistic. That's restrictive. That's narrow. Okay? Know this, there'll come a time, there'll come a day when the die is cast. When the enemies are there, and they're going to be there all your life. Oh, it's not that you're not forgiven. You are, me too. But now you've allowed a permanent entry of the enemy to take up residency within that arena. John, this is scary. Good. That's what the book of Judges is partially to do to tell me and to tell you this stuff is serious. When the Lord says, drive it out, turn it off, throw it away, make it right, do so. Right then. Not just crying with tears when the repercussions come, oh, I botched it. That's not going to do it. 
Oh, he'll hear your groanings and he'll have compassion and he'll raise you up again. But if you continue on, if I continue on, if we continue on, there'll come a day when he will say, okay, that problem is going to be in your house, in your family, perpetually. You want that? You got it. I will not drive them out. But, but even in that there's grace. Verse 22. And then we'll be through. That through them, that is the enemy, that I'm not going to now drive out. They're going to be with you perpetually. That I may test Israel whether they will keep the way of the Lord to walk therein as their fathers did or not. So the Lord, verse 23, left those nations without driving them out hastily. Neither delivered he them into the hand of Joshua. These guys that are now in your life are going to be a point of testing for you. Life is never going to be as easy or as sweet as it could have been, as it should have been, as it would have been. That's just the way it is. But here's what I will do. Those things are going to be a test for you. Now you have the opportunity, even though there are those perpetual problems and repercussions. Now you have an opportunity to see where your heart is at. Well, I just don't love her anymore. I just don't love him anymore. It's because of sin. Year after year, sin has taken a toll. And your heart is hard. And there's a problem within. And maybe God is not going to cause you to fall in love with him or her again. Perhaps that's not going to happen. Well, this is terrible news, John. I was hoping you would tell me that guarantee if, if, I, if I stay in the marriage, we'll be madly in love. Perhaps, but maybe not. Maybe I've said, maybe you've said, maybe we've said, once too often, I'm going to have my way. This is what I'm going to do. This is my dream, my plan, my interest, my desire, my me, mine. And God says, okay, have it your way. And you're never going to have a heart for her again or a heart for him again like you would have, like you should have, like you could have. But, but, here's what it will do. It will now give you an opportunity to prove your love for me. What? Even if the feelings aren't there, even if the job doesn't work out, even if the ministry doesn't open up, whatever the issue is, because of sin, now you have a chance, son, daughter, to say, Lord, I'm doing this in obedience to you. It's not because my heart wants to, because my heart has been damaged and bruised and hacked up by my own stupidity, iniquity, sin, carnality, but I am going to allow that problem to prove, Lord, that I'm in love with you, and I'm going to obey what you tell me to, whether or not the ministry opens up, or the job develops, or the feelings come back. Those are not the issues. This issue in my heart that has been allowed because of my own rebellion and stupidity over the years Lord, it's going to be a proof where I can see where I'm at and where you can know, Lord, although he already does. But we can know together that I am in this for the long haul for eternity. 
It's for better or for worse, for richer or poorer, I'm going to keep the commitment I made to him, to her that day. Even though I might never have the same kind of feelings again. The enemy that growls and barks can actually be an opportunity for you and me to see where are we really at. What if I'm not healed physically on this side of heaven? What if things don't work out on this side of heaven the way that I dreamed about or thought they would or believed, claimed, prayed? Though he slay me, Job would say that day, yet will I serve him. No matter what, I've been through enough, a woman, a man, finally comes at some point, hopefully by the time they're 30, if not when they're 40, certainly by the time you're 50. You ought to come to a place where you say, no matter what, I've learned observationally and experientially, I'm going to go your way, Lord. And what has been lost because of my sin, rebellion, or iniquity, whether that's restored or not, if it's not, it's going to be used to prove to myself and to others around me that you're my king, and I do what you say, whether I have feelings or not. You're my king. And it's a testing point. And if you choose to open up the ministry or give me the job or change the relationship, great, Lord, I'd love that. But either way, no matter what, on this day, I'm going with you all the way until you take me to heaven. And this will be a proving point, a test for me. Say, well, John, that sounds noble. That sounds right. But frankly, I don't want that kind of test, then don't sin. Drive out the Canaanite quickly. Be obedient totally. Don't be stubborn. See, you don't have to go that way. I don't have to go that way. I can choose to say, Lord, you told me to do this. You told me to stay away from that. You told me to, okay, got it, Lord. This is, got it. But if year after year I go a whoring after my own gods or goddesses, my own trip, my own deal, year after year, eventually it takes a toll in such a way where that persists in my own soul until that day when he says, come home. But even then I can say, fine, if that's the way it's got to be, it's going to be a test, Lord, of my devotion and love for you and let others see it too. See, I know I'm talking to people right now thinking about giving up on their marriage. I know that. I know that there are people sitting here tonight that right now are in the process of dissolving their family. I know that. A number. And I know what you're thinking. I I don't love him. I don't love her. There's been too much damage done. It's been too tough. Yes, because of sin. But now... Now is where the real test is. Will you do what you promised to when you said to him, for better or for worse, for richer or for poorer, in sickness or in health, till death separates us? 
This is my moment, Lord. There's stuff in me from sin that we've been involved in, me and my wife or her or me or us or whatever, disobedience, whorings, junk, problems, messes. Okay, Lord, if they're not going to be taken away, I'll use them for your glory. Don't dissolve your family. Don't give up on your ministry. But I thought I was going to have a worldwide ministry, you know, be on TBN, the cover of Charisma magazine. That was going to be me, you might say. And now I find out that's not reality. I'm not in the who's who, I'm in the who's he. Could be because of sin. Just plain old missing the mark. Not doing stuff that you knew you should have done years ago when the Lord spoke to you time and time and time again saying, this is what I want you to do. Stay away from that. Don't go over there. But you said, I said, we said, I don't care. I'm going to do what I want to do. I'm going to go where I want to go. Grace. Forgiveness. Hey, don't judge me, bro. And you went a whoring. I went to whoring. And we got caught. Oh, I botched it. But there was no change. It's not enough to say, I botched it, I botched it, I botched it. Botch them. You got to say, that's it. I'm turning away. No more. That's it. I blew it. And Lord, I repent. And now I'm going this way. And what you tell me to do, I'm going to do. Where you tell me to go, I'm going to go. Folks, there are people tonight sitting in here. I know the Spirit of the Lord is speaking to my heart. And you're saying, when's it going to be the way it's supposed to be in my marriage, in my ministry, in my business, in my health, whatever? It might not ever be on this side of heaven. And this is your moment to say, okay. Like God said in chapter 2, they're going to be with you, those problems, every day. Okay. And God said, but they're there to prove you that you might see where you're really at with me. Will you choose, no matter what, to do what's right in God's sight and not excuse yourself and say, well, I just don't feel for him anymore. I don't feel for her anymore. I witness, but... Billy hasn't spotted me yet. He hasn't asked me to join him in Minneapolis, Minnesota, as part of the Billy Graham evangelistic team, so why bother? But rather simply say, whatever, Lord, I'm going to be faithful to do from here on out what you have told me to do. Period. That's the right thing to do. No matter what God says regarding our situation, we need to be obedient to Him. If there are enemies that you need to drive out of your heart, do it today. And if you are living with the consequences of your sins, let it be a proving ground for your love to God and be obedient to Him. In either case, you'll be glad you did. This teaching is also available on the Searchlight website at johncorson.com. 
You will also find on the website Pastor John's books and other Bible study resources. Again, the address of the website is johncorson.com. That's J-O-N-C-O-U-R-S-O-N.com. In addition to hearing good Bible teachings, it is also helpful to read of God's love, grace, mercy, and truth. For this reason, we have made available the John Corson Application Commentary set. There are three volumes of these written commentaries, two covering the Old Testament and one covering the New Testament. The commentaries are based on John's teachings, so they contain the same insightful and practical Bible studies you hear on the Searchlight radio program. If you would like to order any or all of these commentaries, you can do so through the Searchlight website at johncorson.com. Searchlight is a listener-supported ministry. We appreciate your prayers and support. May the Lord richly bless you.